1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. MoneyWise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to MoneyWise, brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. We're always very pleased to have you with us on a Sunday morning. We get a lot of compliments, and we find out a lot of remarks from people who say they listen to the show every week, but we're always so pleased to be with you. We have a special guest that I'm going to introduce in just a couple of minutes. I'm not going to do it immediately because I won't be able to say anything for the rest of the show if I do, but uh, in a couple of minutes, I will properly introduce Cheryl. So the first thing I'd like to tell you is that Today we're going to be talking about insurance, we're going to be talking about house insurance and car insurance and how to save money on insurance, and why it's critically important to take a look at your policy and have it reviewed at least once a year. There's all kinds of opportunities for saving money, and everybody should be interested in saving money. So here we are in the middle of a very difficult, interesting time. We're still in the middle of the coronavirus, and people are still wearing masks and staying socially distant. A lot of people are unemployed. A lot of jobs have not come back and may never come back. A lot of people still collecting unemployment, and we still have a need to be very careful. But guess what else is happening, as if it weren't bad enough? We are now in hurricane season for 2020. Not only that, but the hurricane season actually began on June 1st, and we've already broken a record because we've had three named tropical storms prior to the start of the hurricane season. So whether it's global warming or a lot of other things that we might talk about, we need to talk about how you prepare for hurricane season. What I'd like to do this morning is start out and introduce to you Cheryl Marciano. Cheryl is a licensed insurance professional She's very involved in her community. She's a volunteer and member of the Buzzards Bay Eagles and Wareham and the New Bedford Elks and the VFW Auxiliary. She's an animal advocate and an active member of Hearts for Paws. And in her spare time, she does babysitting with grandchildren. (laughs) And I'd like to introduce and say a warm welcome to the office manager for Lance Family Insurance Agency, and the lady who has saved thousands and thousands of dollars for people. Good morning to Cheryl Marciano. Oh, good morning, Ray. Beautiful Sunday. You know, and as we get into the show, we have a special guest who's um, not going to be saying anything this morning, but sitting here smiling at us. I'm going to ask her to leave the room momentarily and go have the air conditioning turned on on both thermostats because... (laughs) I will not survive this show if we don't get the air conditioning turned on. I'm with you on that. Then please come back in again. (laughs) Okay. So um, we are in the middle of the hurricane season, believe it or not. It has started, and the predictions are that we're going to have a much more serious hurricane season than we've had in the past. And wouldn't that be wonderful, Cheryl, on top of everything else that we have going on in the country right now? to have 2020 um, is chalking up to be a big year. Well, if you think about what's happened in uh, Australia with the serious fires they have that just totally went across their whole continent, there are lots and lots of natural disasters taking place all around the globe. We're not going to talk about politics today. We'll talk about that on another show soon and national events that are taking place. But uh, the National Oceanic um, Organization right now is forecasting that we're going to have six to ten hurricanes. And for some reason, hurricanes seem to happen mostly on the Gulf Coast and the East Coast. Hurricanes don't really happen on the West Coast. It's also a phenomenon that primarily strikes our country and not other locations. So, so far this year, two days into the 2020 Atlantic hurricane season, We've had Tropical Storm Cristobal in the Gulf of Mexico, and that was the third Atlantic storm that was powerful enough to get a name this season. Mm -hmm. So, Cheryl, do you know anything at all about why hurricanes get named? Why we have names for hurricanes and storms? I am so happy you asked me that, right? Oh, you probably are. I am. I did a little history research because I wanted that answer. And uh, evidently, prior to 1953... Um, the naval, 
oceanographers and meteorologists, um, they only went by longitude and latitude. So they began to just name them themselves because it got a little confusing if there were multiple storms going on. So they tended to name them after their girlfriends or wives or daughters. People they didn't like? Um, I think actually a lot of them were just um, girlfriends not necessarily like or dislike. I don't think that was the case. Um, So um, in 1953, they actually began... um, a legitimizing of the names. And they okay. went through the A through Z, and they would put out a list ahead of time. They actually have it out to 2024. Okay. The list is out to 2024. So in 1979, and we all know why this probably happened, they started alternating men and women names. Well, it's only fair. Yes. And um, so that's the history of it. It was the Navy, and then in 1953... They began, uh, Noah and all of the others began to agree upon the names. In 1979, they started rotating men and women. Here's an interesting fact. All right, go ahead. When a storm does devastation, massive devastation, they retire the name, never to be used again. Hmm, Like Hurricane Bob, for example? Exactly. So several storms have been... They retire the names. So I don't know what's going to happen when Hurricane Cheryl comes to town, but oh, they'll we'll definitely find retire out. that name. No, that's, there's no question about that. Well, NOAA, by the way, stands for National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, which is kind of a mouthful. So we'll just call it NOAA. Yes. But the interesting thing this particular year is hurricane season starts on June 1st. By then, we had already had Tropical Storm Arthur, mm-hmm. and there was one other one that I don't know the name of. But normally, they're not expecting to have a third name storm until August 13th. Right. And here we are, the 1st of June, beginning of June. We've already had three name storms. Correct. So this is a new record, ladies and gentlemen. And the prediction right now is that we're going to be looking at uh, six to ten hurricanes affecting the East Coast or the Gulf Coast, Mm -hmm. which will be more than what we've normally had for a while. So The second one, Ray? It right. was Big Bad Bertha. Bertha? Bertha. Okay. I guess they didn't become hurricanes, but they're tropical storms. Correct. Well, you know, when I was a kid, I grew up most of my uh, early years in North Carolina. We had a lot of hurricanes in North Carolina when I was a kid. Um, that was quite a while ago, obviously. We won't talk about how long ago it was. How long ago was it, Ray? Well, we won't talk about that on the air. I have to get my calculator out to try to figure that, Cheryl. Oh, boy. By the way, and for those of you who may not remember, we also affectionately call Cheryl the chicken lady. So if you've missed the chicken lady on the show, she's back on the show today. We are going to tell some chicken jokes today, Cheryl, and some chicken stories. So my first question to you is, do you have chickens still? I do. I have 11 chickens now. I lost a few, some mm-hmm. to old age, uh, to... Uh, some to old age. What did I lose? Oh, a windstorm. Okay. Got two of my little girls. Yeah, they didn't get back into their hutch quick enough. So what do you do in a hurricane if you have chickens? Well, they're smarter than you think. They tend to hide under trees, but you have to get them into the hutch. I then cover the hutch with a tarp because my chickens actually have like the Taj Mahal of chicken coops. And um, it's kind of like put together with all recycled items uh, but then I cover it with a tarp if the wind is going to be really strong because well, the outside of it is exposed how do you know it's like the Taj Mahal inside your chicken coop I go in there with them all the time right? you, you can get inside the chicken coop oh yeah it's that big I can stand up <laughs> I, I want to get a picture of you, you inside your chicken coop this. no I thought chickens had this little bitty hole it was like a foot by foot no they have a hutch within a hutch okay yeah well, it's not likely I will ever raise chickens, ladies and gentlemen, so it's a really good thing we have an expert in the <laughs> office. I, I, there's an old saying that you're not supposed to ask a question if you don't know the answer ahead of time, but this one I have to ask, and I'm sorry. You don't have to answer it. Do you raise the chickens primarily for eggs, or do you also eat your chickens? Oh, no. No, we are only, um, we have only egg layers. Okay. There's a huge difference between um, eating chickens and egg laying chickens. Eating chickens have, are a lot meatier 
They're fatter. Okay, so you so, don't raise that kind. No. Well, Mine and my good. girlfriends, you know, we hang out in the backyard and chat back and forth and, you know, discuss the day's topic. Well, that's good to know. Um, so, are um, oh, you talking about the chickens you talked to? I thought you were talking about actual neighbors. Well, all right, one more question then, Cheryl. In that case, do you have your chickens wearing masks? Actually, um, I did a little joke about that. <laughs> and so um, one chicken said to the other, where's your mask? And the other chicken said, that's for humans, you chicken. <laughs> okay. All right. Got it. So that's not exactly what I had in mind. They do not wear masks. Did you get it? Exactly. <laughs> you didn't get it, Cheryl. <laughs> all right. Well, what do we need to do to prepare for hurricanes? How about Let's talk a little bit about insurance because... You are in the insurance business. Mm -hmm. So we are expecting an above-average hurricane season. Now, you mentioned something just before the show that probably doesn't occur to a lot of people. What do you do to protect your car if a hurricane comes? And not talking about insurance right now. I'm just talking about physically protecting your car. If you have it near a tree, what happens if the tree comes down? Maybe there's a safer place that you could move your car to. I was going over some preparedness plans for both my family and and actually people got to think about their businesses as well. So um, what's crazy is as I'm reading this list of the things that you should do, Mm -hmm. uh, it occurred to me that I never thought about moving my car. I never thought about uh, perhaps parking it um, in somebody else's driveway or in a parking lot or if you are coastal to literally... Take your car somewhere else, not just yourself. But we've seen the damage and the damage to a vehicle with flooding, wind damage. And the other thing is, if at all possible, keep on your own property, but away from anything that could be projectiled or fall. Mm -hmm. And interestingly enough, several years ago, I did have a claim where um, the woman next door's shingles came off her roof and... Uh, damaged the next door neighbor's car. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So shingles can become dangerous. Like weapons. In a storm, exactly. Yeah. Well, we've been very lucky in the uh, south coast area. We have not had a major hurricane, I think, since Hurricane Bob. That's what, about 25 years ago, I would say, roughly. Uh, we're long overdue to have a hurricane. Was and Gloria before or after Bob? I don't remember. Gloria I don't was remember. before. I have a hard time keeping track of names of wives and girlfriends. And <laughs> else. Other people's I'm talking about, Cheryl. Oh, right. What do you think I'm talking about? <laughs> That's why I color-coded my chickens. You have your chickens color-coded? Color-coded. What does that mean? Only a few. <laughs> so only a few of my chickens have names. Oh, so 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 they each have a um, ankle band in a different color, so, orange, blue, green, purple. So what do you call black. them? Do you call them green and blue? I do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And then there's Alice, and uh, she's a special chicken, so she has a name. Well, the the expectation, sixty percent expectation that we're going to have a much heavier than normal hurricane season this mm-hmm. year, and that would be on top of all the other calamities we've had in our country with a COVID-19. So um, let's talk very quickly. The hurricane season, by the way, normally runs from June 1st through November 30th. Most people don't realize that how long it goes. Mm-hmm. It's a long season. And um, what should people do for their insurance policy in general? Review it, I suppose, is the short answer. Absolutely. Um, so basically what happens, once a hurricane is uh, na- well named, um, there will be a moratorium. So a lot of people, you need to review your insurance policies now. Okay. You need to call your agent, review it, um, ask the questions, do I have coverage if this were to take place? Um, what do I need to add to my coverage? Um, the good news is, is that most homeowners' insurance policies cover damage from hurricanes. Uh, one exception is flooding. You need to have a separate insurance policy for flood. Like flood um, insurance, for example. Correct. Um, but a lot of people think that there's a thing called hurricane insurance. Um, most standard homeowners' policies cover the damage. Um, what you need to check is your deductibles. Um, and you might want to check 
and by additional windstorm coverage. Okay. I wonder how many people listening today have even ever looked at their own insurance policy. And probably most people never think about doing it on an annual basis. Mm -hmm. You must see that a lot when people come in to review a policy. Do you ever ask them, when's the last time you reviewed your policy? Um, Yes, I do. Um, Most of the time when we get someone in, they've never reviewed their policy. And uh, a lot of nice compliments I get, and I have to say is from the young people with auto policies real quick, Mm -hmm. um, because nobody takes the time to explain to them what it covers. But you do. Or what it means. I make sure the young people especially, because they just say, oh, I want bare bones. We won't do bare bones, Ray, and you know that. We well, want to give adequate coverage. I think explaining things is an important service, mm-hmm. but it, it also helps a lot that you like to talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ask my mom. <laughs> Ask my mom. So if somebody wants to have an insurance policy reviewed, whether it's a car insurance or a homeowner's policy, mm-hmm. does it cost any money to review their policies? Uh, well, here at Lance Family Insurance, not at all. Just okay. drop it off. And how long does it take, roughly, if, so, if somebody came in with their policy, and ideally they should make an appointment because sometimes you work from home, sometimes you work Correct. here. Mm-hmm. Um, they should, first of all, make an appointment. So how should they reach you and call you if they want to make an appointment? So most of the time I like to see the policy first. Okay. And then I like to juxtapose it against a quote. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think that that's the easiest way so I can say, well, this is what you have. This is what it covers. This is what I can offer you. So they could drop it off. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. It's- and I can review by phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I also can review with anyone who has um FaceTime on their phone. Brianna, okay. what kind of phone do I have? I have FaceTime. An, an Apple or Android? Android. Okay. And then um, as well as um, make an appointment. All so right. I like to review their policies to make sure um, I don't want to waste anyone's time in, in this day and age as okay. well. So I want to make sure that I talk to them over the phone and then call them in for an appointment. What phone number should they call? Seven seven four nine nine two zero seven eight nine, or or five zero eight nine nine eight 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 five eight. Yeah. So if you call Cheryl and you need to ask for Cheryl, number one, you'll have some entertainment for a little while. <laughs> but number two, she can answer a lot of your questions over the phone. So it, it's like a lot of things. People, if they've done a will a long time ago, they mm-hmm. probably have never reviewed their will. Exactly. Or their trust. If they have financial assets, I can't tell you how many people come in for a financial asset review that have no idea what they total or what kind of returns on investment they're making. Mm -hmm. People get into things and they become busy, life becomes busy, and they don't check up on things. But today in particular, if you haven't looked at your insurance policies for a while, do something that's really a smart thing to do and have Cheryl take a look at it. She'll give you straight advice. If she can save you money, she'll tell you. If she can't save you money, she'll tell you you're good where you're at or maybe you need to change this particular coverage. But gosh, take the time to get it reviewed. So Cheryl, I'm I'm looking at the list of 2020 Atlantic Tropical Cyclone names. Mm -hmm. And here's what the names are. Arthur, Bertha, Cristobal, Dolly, Edward, Faye, Gonzalo, Hannah, Isaiah's, Isaiah's, Isaiah, Isaiah, I guess it's got an S on the end, Josephine, Kyle, Laura, Marco, Nana, Omar, Paulette, Renee, Sally, Teddy, Vicky, Wilfred. So if you have one of these names and a hurricane strikes, just remember, we're probably going to retire your name. You'll have to change your name after that. Well, you just brought my attention to a fabulous little thing. Nana. Nana is on the list. Yeah, we called my mother, my grand, my children called my mother Nana. It's a, it's a popular name for a, a grandmother. Yeah. So That's these, this is a list of the Atlantic tropical cyclone names. Mm-hmm. Cyclone simply means water swirling around, which could become a hurricane. Mm-hmm. And if it does, those are the names. So do, do you like puns? Oh, right. Come on. Now. I have a good friend That's who a was a pun master. I, I miss her dearly. So here's one for you. 
What did the chicken say to get across a busy street? Oh. <laughs> Egg. Excuse me. <laughs> Where point. do you find all these new ones? I don't know. Um... <laughs> Uh, how does the chicken find her egg? Or why did why did the chicken go to find her egg? Because she mislaid it. <laughs> All right, we'll scratch that off. I don't like that one just as just as much. I don't um, know. Where, I got to memorize these. No, I'll I'll give you the copies afterwards. You can take them with you, so we'll repeat them again. Oh, thank you. So, what you've said is there's no specific hurricane insurance. But certain policies may have windstorm coverage, and you should review policies to make sure people are covered for wind damage. Mm-hmm. And flood insurance is something different. We have various flood zones, especially living along the coast. Yes. Most mm-hmm. times, if you have a mortgage on your property, I can understand why a bank or a lender might require that you have flood insurance, because mm-hmm. they want to have the mortgage protected in case the... The house gets blown away right? or flooded. Um, what if you don't have a mortgage on your house? Do you have to carry flood insurance? Well, there you go. So it's a risk. Once you own your own home, once you um, uh, have paid off your mortgage, it is completely up to the homeowner, whether they carry flood insurance or what kind of homeowner's insurance. Um, obviously... Uh, you know, I've had several customers say, you know, it's been 300 years. I've never had a flood here. And I say, well, it's it's your risk now. But mm-hmm. if the bank has a vested interest, because technically they are the owner of the home till the mortgage is paid off, uh, most of the mandate insurance, flood insurance. So, so here's something that I'm just thinking about, Cheryl. When you meet with people, if they're in a flood zone, they have no mortgage. They don't want to buy flood insurance, but you mm-hmm. tell them about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you ought to have them sign something going forward in the future that says, I've discussed flood insurance. You don't wish to have it. Mm-hmm. Please sign here. Mm-hmm. So now you've got something in the file so you wouldn't have a client come back later and say, gee, you never told me about flood insurance. Mm-hmm. And now, look, I have no uh, coverage. Right. I think that would be a useful thing to do. Absolutely. But, but just to clarify, there isn't anything specifically called hurricane insurance. But you should check your policy for wind mm-hmm. windstorm coverage. If you are in a flood zone and you don't have a mortgage, then you need to make a your own liability decision about whether or not you want to have uh, flood insurance. Mm-hmm. It is costly. I know that it's costly. Well, and most people, they don't know, but they can go to the National Flood Insurance Program, NFIP. Um, you also can, you have access to the own, um, the flood maps. NFIP to find must be what? National Flood National Insurance, flood insurance Program. program. Um, so that you can check with the FEMA Mm -hmm. Uh, whether or not you're in a flood zone. Ironically enough, even say someone, because they redrew all the maps a while back, say someone considers them in a flood zone, there's something called a certificate of of, um, uh, elevation. Okay. Um, And that's something that they have to look into, and it's completely separate. But um, basically you can prove that your elevation will um, protect you from not you not required to have flood insurance. Okay, good. So that's something to look into. So my house is is uh, sufficiently elevated or sufficient elevation that it's not in a flood zone. But I know that some of my neighbors quarter of a mile away who live along mm-hmm. the water, they're clearly in a flood zone. Right, exactly. Cheryl, how do chickens dance? <laughs> Well, they usually dance with me at about 6.30 at night, but... No, they, <laughs> chickens dance chick to chick. Chick to chick. <laughs> chick to chick. And today we're going to do a few puns. Yeah. We have to lighten up the mood today, right, Ray? We had this discussion that with all the negativity... <clears throat> yes. ...and all of the hate and all the anger and all of the tragedy that's going on in, in the world, not yes. just... Here in America. Across Ray the country and, I, and around the world. Yes, Absolutely. Ray and I made a conscious decision today to stay away from certain topics to try to um, elevate all of you out there listening. Um, because if I, I have no problem people laughing at me, if I can make your day, I will be the butt of your joke because there's just too much out there. I think all of us are overwhelmed. So oh, Absolutely. If you can't laugh at yourself, who's going to laugh at you? Well, I like the fact that you have chickens. And how many chickens do you have, by the way? <laughs> I have 11. 
11. And do they follow you around the yard? I think I saw a video once, so they were just following you in a line around your yard. Yeah, uh, well, at the beginning of the closures, I did a little video, folks, of me talking to my chickens. I didn't post it on Facebook because (laughs) I realized how silly, but I did share it. But uh, if you guys out there want to give me any feedback, I will repost me talking to the chickens at the beginning of isolation because we all know Ray knows that I like to talk. Yes. So, so let me interrupt and get a word in here, Edgewise. Sideways. <laughs> I talked to the chickens, Ray. <laughs> let me ask you, um, how, do, how do you call the chickens? Do you talk their language? You do, tick, do you, tick, I, tick, 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 tick. So is that what you do? Yeah. And they do they come. come running? And they follow you everywhere. So I, I have to tell you something. I'll share something personal. I do. I have three cats in my house. Mm-hmm. And I do stomach crunches and sit-ups like three times a week. I do like a hundred of them. I mix it up. I'll do some oh, stomach crunches, then I'll do leg lifts, and I'll go back to crunches again. The kitties love it. <laughs> they like to get right next to me on the floor and stretch out right next to me. Mm-hmm. They think that I'm entertaining them. Yeah. Um, they climb on top of you. Yeah, they do sometimes. Yeah. So sometimes they're not around. I'll get ready to do my stomach crunches in the morning, and I'll go, meow, 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 meow. <laughs> And they come running from all, all around the house. They know it's yeah. time to do the exercises in the morning. You're playing. They're, like, they're, yeah, they're, they're considering you. You're, you're, you're the human toy. Yep. Yes. Exactly. So one more chicken story. Um, what do you call a bird that's afraid to fly? Come on, Cheryl. Why do I not have... What do you call a bird that's afraid to fly? Chicken bleep. Chicken. <laughs> Just chicken. I put a bleep in there for birdie. No, no, we won't, we won't do any any bad words on the radio show today, I promise. Oh, um, boy. So I'm, I'm just reading something here. 19 states in this country have hurricane deductibles. Yes. So I guess it's written in as a standard condition. Mm-hmm. One of them happens to be Massachusetts because yes. we've had a lot of hurricanes. And by the way, these are obviously for clearly good reasons, almost all coastal states. Mm-hmm. Alabama, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Massachusetts, Maryland, Maine. But so there's a hurricane deductible, and I guess what that means is that if you had hurricane damage, maybe there's a five hundred or a thousand dollar deductible that's not covered. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yep. So well, that's the number one important thing, folks out there. Check your deductibles, <clears throat> and remember, um, when a storm is coming, there, no changes can be made. You cannot call me or anyone, uh, and I've had it happen, like the day oh, sure. before there's storm warnings that say, I want to change my deductible. It, it doesn't happen. You can't do that. Or even so. if it's forecasted, there's a storm off the coast even of far, Florida, yeah. and gee, one of the models says it's going to go off the shore by Bermuda, and the other oh, one says in a week. it yeah. may come into New England in a week. It's too late at that point. Correct. They put out moratoriums on things like that. Well, the same thing is true with, like, life insurance, I guess. If you have a medical condition, you're going to be rated or you're not going to get a policy. Yes, I can see the phone call now. I'm prepared to die tomorrow. Can I change my deductible this afternoon? (laughs) No, but I've had a few people over the years who've had medical issues, and they're obviously aware of it. Mm -hmm. And I said, you do have to have a medical exam. They're going to look at your medical records, and they don't tell you that they've got something wrong. And the medical report comes back. And yes, they were treated by a doctor six months ago for mm-hmm. something. And mm-hmm. oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Right. They're gonna find it. Yes. Um, what about renters' insurance? Does renters' insurance uh, sometimes cover uh, hurricane? Um, it damage? all depends on the policy. It all depends on how much, and it all depends on um, location as well. Um, and here's what's crazy: I tried to write a renters' policy yesterday for a young man mm-hmm. um, who's coming over to us with his auto. And um, several companies declined him because he is in a two-story building and not a four-story building. They're underwriting. That is their underwriting requirements. And it's 0.3 miles from the ocean. Oh. So, yeah. So So I'm having a hard time finding a market for him. But I will find a market for him somewhere. Well, I'm reading on one of these pages that you gave me that 97% of homeowners will have homeowners insurance, but only 37% of renters will have renters insurance. Exactly, and I try, especially young people who tend to rent. Yeah. You know, um, the advantages to having rental because they really truly don't understand everything. Your landlord, his insurance covers his vested interest, which is the building. Right. The structure. Right. Everything in it is yours. 
if you don't have a renter's policy, uh, and I like to use my son as a good example for this because he's a he's a teacher, he's a musician, um, so he carries equipment around with him in his car, um, and he has very expensive equipment in his apartment. Mm-hmm. If something were to happen, he would have no coverage. Right. Same thing so, is true for condominium owners. Yes. If you happen to live in a condominium, your condominium association will cover the building, the structure, mm-hmm. but it will not cover your own contents. And I know there are some condominium associations that require the individuals to have specifically have renter's insurance. Yes. I and find today you have to most... Provi- you have to show evidence of that to the condo yeah. association. Yes. I think today most landlords are getting on board with um, asking that as a requirement for most tenants. I well, think they've been... <clears throat> yes. So... Um, I'm familiar with deductibles on homeowners policies that might be a $500 deductible or a $1,000 deductible, but I guess with hurricane deductibles, sometimes the insurers will use not a dollar amount, but a percentage amount. Correct. So I didn't realize that before. So let's say it's a 2%, it could could range between 2% and 5% of your home's insured value. Mm -hmm. So this is a really serious point, isn't it, Cheryl? Because... If you're underinsured on the total value of your house, mm-hmm. which is what you got to check, and then you have a loss and you got to cover the first 5% of it. Mm-hmm. So let's say you had a $100,000 loss. You're going to come out of pocket for $5,000 mm-hmm. out of pocket and the insurance company will pay the balance on that. Mm-hmm. So for hurricane insurance, the deductible will usually be based upon a percentage from 2% to 5%, depending upon your policy. So if you don't carry enough general overall insurance Correct. on your house, you're underinsured, then it's even going to be a more extreme loss for you. Right. So get your policy reviewed now before we have hurricanes in the area. Make sure you've got adequate coverage. Absolutely. And how- you can call your own insurance agent directly, or you could call, fax, email Cheryl, and I will review your current policies for you. Hmm. Okay. And renters, um, rental insurance, if you're a tenant, is not that expensive. It is It is literally the average is 125 so it all depends on what you have. You know, if you have a lot of dollars for a year? <laughs> for a year. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds about right. Well, it's because like one twenty five to two hundred, depending. I, um but if you think about that, divide it, it's it, most people are paying fifteen dollars a month. Well, I lived in a condominium for a while and I think we only paid like two or three hundred dollars for the homeowners right. or the rental policy. It's cheap. Mm-hmm. So if you're a tenant and you don't have this kind of coverage, I'm sorry to say this, but you're really stupid. Yeah. It's it's so inexpensive. Exactly. And here's the thing. So, for instance, say the guy on the fourth floor falls asleep in the bathtub and water flows all the way down, comes into your apartment in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. okay, um, and destroys your, let's just use my son, guitars, speakers, all kinds of expensive equipment. There is no coverage. Okay. Well, it just does not make sense not to have coverage today. Now's the time to think about doing it. Give Cheryl a call at 508-998-8858. That's one number you can reach her at, and she'll be happy to talk to you over the telephone. And do the same thing if you have a will or a trust, or worse yet, if you have no will or a trust. Mm -hmm. I, I talk to people all the time that have young children, and they don't have any estate plan. They don't have life insurance. Life insurance for young people is so inexpensive. It's so yes. inexpensive. Um, I mean, I've used this example before, but I'll use it again. Uh, my son, Peter, I think he's 43 right now. He's got a million-dollar life life insurance policy for a million dollars that costs him about $1,600 a year. Mm-hmm. I pay it for him as a fringe benefit. Mm-hmm. His wife is roughly the same age, has a million-dollar life insurance policy for $750 a year. A right. million dollars. They've got three kids. If something happens to either one of them, there's a significant fund that's been set up that'll pay for educating their kids, paying off their house mortgage, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can help you with this, ladies and gentlemen. Give us a call. So do you, do you still like chicken puns, Cheryl? I do. All right. <laughs> Here we go. What do chicken farmers 
serve at birthday parties. Why, why am I quick enough? Coop cakes. <laughs> okay, that's why. Sounds a little gross. How do they make them? From scratch. <laughs> that I should have known. <laughs> that I'll give you. I should have known so, that. So Cheryl has not seen these in advance, ladies and gentlemen. I I'm going to try to trick her and see how much of this I can put by on her. <laughs> we, did a whole, we did a whole show once with lots and lots of chicken jokes, and it was oh, fun, Oh, that wasn't was it? so much fun. Um, so we are talking basically today, too, about preparedness, right, Ray? Right. Preparing a will, yep. preparing a trust, preparing for insurance. So let's ask you beautiful folks out there, anybody prepared for a hurricane? Have you thought about it? Yeah, what are some of the things you should do, like physical things? Well, I learned a lot today because, you know, I don't necessarily live really close, but close enough that it can affect me. So number one is make a plan. Sure. Uh, number two, secure the exterior of your home. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, uh, specialty shutters, boarding it up if you're close to the water, but... Um, I just want people to understand that even though it doesn't hit you directly if you're not coastal, it can do some serious damage inland, up to two to three miles, easily. Uh, So um, install storm shutters. Check your wall hangings and your art. Art, who ever thought of that? I didn't think of that. But I have some wonderful um, paintings in my home, and I have some really. I Ch- have chickens. My, Are they chicken paintings? They're not chicken paintings, <laughs> but I have, and, and maybe some of you can attest to this. My grandmother and grandfather were amazing people, amazing, and they percolated their coffee. Oh yeah. Their whole lives, and the smell of that coffee always brings me back to these incredible memories of them. And and when my when my grampy passed, I wanted the hutch and the kitchen set because that's where all of our memories were made. So I have his hutch and I have his kitchen set and I have his antique percolators. Now that might not mean a lot to other people. Little thing on the top, little (coughs) little basket on the top instead of the stem, and you put it in. Yeah, we use those at the church, yeah. the percolating machines, the it, big coffee The best pots. coffee ever. Oh, it is. Oh, my God. And ironically, somebody posted it on Facebook yesterday and said, have you ever used one of these? And I said, yes, I have. But I would um, be preparing, if I were preparing, I would move those items to another location. Cheryl? Because they can't be replaced. You've given me a great idea because you talked about you like art. Mm-hmm. So... Remember, remember me when you're rich and famous. Oh. I've got a great idea for you. You're going to take some small canvases. Yeah. And you're going to line the outside of the canvas with little chicken corn to attract your chickens. And let them walk on it? No. It's better than that. You're going to have little little pans of Paint. paints. Shallow, shallow, I'm little feeling shallow dishes, you, Ray. And the chickens are going to have to walk through the paints to get to the corn and they're going to walk on top of I'm going to do the that canvas, and you're going to make these wonderful paintings. I'm going to do that this weekend. And sell them. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to do red, white, and blue motif. And that, that's a good idea. Then right? you can use feathers, too. You can even plaster some feathers <laughs> if you want. This is a great project for my grandkids. Why not? Yeah? I think we'll it'll be great We'll just have to get washable paint, though. Cause yeah, washable paint so it won't hurt the chickens. It won't hurt my chickens because we're very good yep. to them. Yes. Maybe you put a little pile of the seed right smack in the middle of the canvas, and they got to walk through the pans to get to... You have to, to film this, Bri. Yes. You come into the Film house. it. That would be great. That would be a, a good video for this <laughs> for the time of coronavirus. And no chickens will be hurt in this demonstration. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, this is not official advice, but we'll probably yeah. have people putting their cats and their dogs out there now creating paintings, won't they? Wow. You know. You could do you that. Can. I know. Send us um, pictures of your best paintings, ladies and gentlemen. I know. Let's right? talk about preparing for a hurricane. All right. So first of all, take all the things off your deck. You don't want chairs flying around. because Anything can, that can be mobile. Anything airborne. that can be airborne, projectile, that is your grills, your chairs, especially umbrellas. Can fly um, right through your window. Exactly. So everything should. And here's a tip for some people. <clears throat> if you don't have anywhere to put them, you can actually just turn everything upside down. 
That works a little bit. Okay. If you have actually know where to put them, turn them upside down, spread them apart in your yard um, so that they can't, you know, move around. Um, you can try to cover them, but uh, even with a heavy-duty tarp, that's in a bad storm. That's not going to help. Put something really heavy. But a regular storm. <clears throat> but hopefully move them to another location. Here's the other thing. You can always bring it inside. The other thing we need to talk about is powering up. And I like the way they say that, powering up. Don't wait till the last minute, like some people tend to. So you want to fill up your gas tank. You want to ch charge your cell phone. Always do those things. Test your generator. Have make batteries. Sure, mm -hmm, make sure you have batteries, flashlights. Here's another one. Unplug all your appliances. Unplug them. Unplug your appliances. Why, power searchers? If you lose electricity right, and then it comes back on, and there's a power surge, you can fry your refrigerator, your cell phone, all these other things. Okay, that's a good idea. Unplug everything. I'll give you one other one. L.L. Bean sells for $39. Maybe it's a little bit more now. I have two little crank-up radios. And all oh. you do is it gets AM, FM, all the local stations. It's like an emergency radio. You can take it anywhere with you. So if you don't, if you can't get into a car radio, you just crank this little thing, mm -hmm. and it's like a little mini generator, and you can listen to the radio. You have to keep cranking it once That's in a while. That's a very good idea. It's cheap, yeah. cheap, cheap, cheap. L.L. Bean, you said. Oh, wait a minute. I just did a chicken thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was unintentional, oh, Cheryl. Oh, my gosh. I didn't mean to do that. All right. So, Ray, speaking of wills. Yes. Store all of your important documents. Mm-hmm. In waterproof containers. Yep. So we can use Ziploc storage bags inside Tupperware with okay. a bungee cord. Um, a lot of people think that just because you have a safe, put some it in a Ziploc safes, bag and put it in your freezer. Yes. Put it anywhere that it can be safe. So here's a question about insurance you have a homeowner's policy, there's a power outage for several days or even a week. Some of the storms we've had even recently, we've had people even in Freetown in some of our areas who lost power for an entire week. Right. What happens to all the contents of your refrigerator? Is that covered by homeowner's insurance? I thought you were going to ask me that question. So everyone should, um, if you want it, there's an endorsement on almost every single homeowner's policy that will cover refrigerated property contents. Okay. Of your refrigerator. So this is very important because, and let's get down to the degree, us New Englanders. It's going to snow. Everybody runs to the grocery store. It's going to be a hurricane. Run to the grocery store. Oh, buy a lot of new stuff that'll spoil. Exactly. And that is why that endorsement's on there because it does happen. Then you lose, and it happened to us one year. My daughter went out crazy food shopping. A huge snowstorm came. We had to take everything and put it outside in the snow. Okay. okay. That works in the winter. Only in the winter. And still, it doesn't work that much because, you know, you still got birds. Yep. You still got raccoons. And my damn chickens, they were having steak for dinner. Okay? So, so you fed the neighborhood. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good thinking, Cheryl. But that, that uh, refrigerator thing, that does not work in the middle of the summer. So. Well, I want to remind everybody that we are talking this morning with Cheryl Marciano. Cheryl is the uh, licensed insurance agent in many areas. Uh, she's the office manager for Lance Family Insurance Agency. You can reach her at 774-992-0789. And whether we're having a hurricane coming soon or not, get your policy reviewed. Know what your coverages are. Make sure that the overall coverage is sufficient. If you're a tenant, don't think that it won't impact you. Get tenant insurance. It's so inexpensive, but give her a call. The other number you can reach her at is 508-998-8858. And she's got lots of information she can tell you. There's no cost to review. You know, Cheryl, I ask you all the time, sometimes you're not on the, sh on the show, and I ask you for a customer quote of the week. I'd like to give you, ladies and gentlemen, Cheryl's customer quote of the week. It's dated mm -hmm. June 4th, 2020. Uh, this was a current client who referred one of his best friends to Cheryl and to Lance Family Insurance Agency. And she bundled them with one company. In other words, you take the homeowner's policy and you bundle it together with car insurance policies. Correct. Right? 
Cheryl was able to save this uh, client $956 on his car insurance and $2,600 on his homeowner's insurance, which is incredible. Total savings for this one client by putting them into different policies was $3,556. That's a heck of a lot of money. Listen, that one even shocked me. Yeah. That's one of the best (laughs) ones I've seen so far. I had to look at it and look at it and look at it and compare both policies and try to figure out And I'm like, nope, this is for real. This was the savings. I mean, this client must have danced down the hallway with you. Uh, They did, absolutely. (laughs) That's amazing. Husband and wife, yeah. $3,556. Listen, it pays to shop, ladies and gentlemen. It pays Mm -hmm. to get a quotation. If you think you're paying too much money for insurance, contact Mm -hmm. Lance Family Insurance Agency. Get a free review. It's simple. It's Mm -hmm. easy. You can send your current policies to uh, the agency. You can give a call. You can talk about it on the telephone. Um, sooner or later, she needs to see the actual policy, obviously, in order to do that. Yeah. Cheryl, let's talk for just a minute about some of the things that we've done in the office here to make the whole environment safe for people to come in to visit. First of all, the office is back yeah. in full force. Yeah. Uh, we've got a couple of people still working from home, but most everybody is here. Um, what the office has done here at 352 Fonts Corner Road is rip out some old carpet. All the central areas, the some of the meeting areas and so forth now have tile on the floor instead. All the carpets and all the other rooms have been shampooed. Um, mm-hmm. Some new things have been put in place. The inside of every drawer and every cabinet, every shelf has been cleaned and washed. Mm-hmm. And it's the cleanest it's been for years. <laughs> and when you come in the door... Um, the doors are locked. So you've got to knock on the door, or if you have an appointment, somebody would be looking for you. The doors will be locked, and you have to come in wearing a mask. If you, if you don't have a mask, a mask will be given to you. So meetings are taking place in conference from six mm-hmm. feet apart. We've got plexiglass shields, uh, sneeze shields, they're called. And the minute somebody leaves, the tables are wiped down with antibacterial cloths. So when you come in, the next person comes in, you're in a clean, sterilized environment. So it's safe to be here. But nevertheless, you can start by telephone conferences. Give Mm -hmm. the law firm a call at 508-998-8800. Give uh, USA Wealth Group a call if you've got financial questions at 508-998-8858. Or if you want to talk to Cheryl, you can call that number or you can call 774-992-0789. We want our employees to be safe. When we are in our individual offices, we're not wearing masks. When we are going out into the hallways and the common areas, everybody here has got to wear a mask. And so we're practicing safe distancing. We're practicing uh, sanitary practices. I think we here at Lance family, um, all of us, have gone uh, above and beyond. We're taking this very seriously. And I want to just say thank you to my boss, uh, Ray Lance, because he he was he was two three weeks before all of this happened. He knew it was going to happen, and he took care of all of us here. I want to say that every single employee, um, in every way, and I want to say thank you for that because oh, you. I You're got welcome. compliments from a lot of my friends who were still being forced to go into offices, uh, felt unsafe, and you went above and beyond to not only make us safe, our clients safe. Um, and then above and beyond the COVID-19 requirements as far as the office goes. So I want to say thank you to you. Well, you're very welcome. Nobody wants to get sick. Nobody wants to pass anything along to anybody else. Nobody wants to pick up something from a client and then bring it to your own home. Um, You've got a daughter with a brand new baby coming. Coming! uh, (laughs) Soon. And, you know, everybody's concerned. Everybody wants to be safe. So we, we have to do those things. But Cheryl, I have to tell you that I'm so impressed with this one particular case that was just um, I yeah. this past week, $3,556. I mean, think what you can do with that money. You can save it, you can Absolutely. invest it, you can go on a vacation when you can go on a vacation. So mm-hmm. great work, great yeah. work indeed. Thank you. So get ready for your hurricanes, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a few more minutes, minutes to talk here. Um, Cheryl, let me just ask you a quick question about discounting as a general proposition. Mm-hmm. So discounting simply means that when you're looking at somebody's homeowner policy, 
and you're looking at their car insurance policy, if you're bringing them in together, like with the same company, that's mm-hmm. bundling. Yeah. Every every company um, offers a bundling situation, which is auto home, maybe a personal effects, maybe you have a boat, maybe you have a motorcycle, and every company has different percentages. So, Do you know where the word bundling came from originally? Um, Flo did not invent bundling. I just want to let everyone know, even though she's my idol. <laughs> No, bundling comes back to the colonial times in our country. No, I didn't know that. Yes, when young folks were, were young folks, that makes me sound old, when young people were dating, they didn't go to restaurants, they didn't have many restaurants then, oh. um, but they wanted to get to know each other, and it was cold in the winter, so they would bundle in oh. bed together in the family house. This is a true story. I'm not making this up. <laughs> Everyone, you have to see uh, Brianna's no, no, <laughs> face right now. Brianna. Brianna's face. sitting in the room here, and her eyeballs just went. Well, two, she's a lot younger than us, right? So, <laughs> what happened is you would go and you would bundle and you would lie in bed together, and the covers would be over you. Mm-hmm. But between you, there was a bundling board. So, you couldn't you make, know, you could I've not make contact with each other yeah. in bed together. So it was like you didn't need a chaperone. They, right. they were just around the corner anyway. But Can you imagine those conversations? Can you just <laughs> see it in your head? See, I could, that pops right into my head. Like, what would I be saying to somebody with a bundling board beside me? Hey, come here often? <laughs> like, what would you say? Well, wow, you've got a very nice board. <laughs> you can leave now. <laughs> We could we could we could do a whole show about bundling oh boards. Oh goodness, Cheryl. yes, yeah. I don't know. I, I have a funny bundling boards cannot have knot holes in them. I know. <laughs> and listen, not too many guys would have wanted to be bundled with me because I don't shut up. That's probably true. <laughs> well, anyway, that's that's that has nothing to do with bundling your insurance oh, policy. I'm having a hot flash now. <laughs> but there are other things besides uh, bundling policies together. So you're never going to be able to talk oh, about God. bundling again. I don't again know if I can come case. back from this. I'm bright red, folks. Bright red. Um, well, yes, but, but there are discounts. Pay in full discount. Bundling. You get a discount, discount based on your age. Uh, yeah. Your gender. Mature credit. Married people have discounts, I guess. Uh, well, see, well. Again, why is that? Because they're not as rambunctious as they used to be. Yeah, (laughs) it's all about risk. How about years of driving experience? So if you've been driving ten years, you get a safe driver discount. Yes. How about belonging to AAA? Uh, Not all companies give a AAA discount. You know, Cheryl, we're having so much fun here. Oh my God! Did we run out of time? Right. Give Cheryl a call. We're just about out of time. I want to say thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. (laughs) Um, I had a special quote, if I can put my hands back on it. Oh, what did I do with my special quote I wanted to use? It was right in show. front of you. Right? Yeah. We want to thank you for listening. Um, I'm not going to find it now, am I? Darn it. Thank you, Cheryl, for being here. Oh, thank you, Ray. I love coming on the show. You know that. Ladies and gentlemen, we're it's right there. happy right to there? save you money. Oh, I stood it up. I want to leave you with one quick thought, really quick. This is from Martin Luther King, Jr., We must learn to live together as brothers or perish together as fools. Thank you for listening.